Attention bourbon lovers, are you ready for a taste sensation like no other? Old Raleigh Distillery, recently awarded Best Micro Distillery in the U.S., invites you to experience the art of whiskey blending firsthand. Located just east of Raleigh in downtown Zebulon, the distillery specializes in premium, micro-batch bourbon, and limited-release whiskeys. Visit the tasting room Tuesday through Sunday to savor a wide variety of whiskeys, specialty cocktails, wine, and beer. And don't miss a chance to peek behind the curtain with a tour of the blending operation every Saturday and Sunday at 1 and 2 p.m. For more information and to plan your visit, visit OldRaleighDistillery.com. Follow on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Old Raleigh Distillery for exclusive updates and behind-the-scenes content. Old Raleigh Distillery, where every sip tells a story. I'm sure a lot of you are thinking, like, great, there's more places to eat and drink, but there's nowhere to really live. But that has also something that's got a solution working, too. We're looking at better ways to be connected to downtown. And if you can leave your car and get there via public transit, your bike, or just walking, that's always a plus. So a new destination emerges. You're listening to Office Talk with Raleigh Magazine. I'm your host, Gina Stevens. You may know Raleigh Magazine, but what you may not know is how we get our stories. It's all inside baseball. You'd be surprised what people will tell us. Our MO is telling stories no one else is telling. So this podcast is where you get the inside access to stories you won't read anywhere else. So let's dive into some of Raleigh Magazine's biggest stories. West Morgan is having a moment. All kinds of buzzy concepts are breathing new life into the quarter mile bend in the road, including Trophy Brewing's new trio that has everyone talking. With me today to talk about how the street is shaking up to be a full-on destination district is Editor-in-Chief Melissa Housen. What an exciting time to be alive, really. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but Morgan Street, you know, is always had this potential. Um, it's been a little sleepy, but mm-hmm. now it has what David Meeker called person street level potential. Hmm. I would agree with that. I love that. We've talked about it when I think what really started a lot of it, because Trophy's been there, Irregardless has been there, mm-hmm. but then everything else was always has always been in flux. Mm-hmm. And we really jumped on this story and when we met Greg Sanruder and the announcement about Good Nights. Mm-hmm. Because he kept talking about wanting to use that street as a bridge to the warehouse district. Mm -hmm. David talks about making it a bridge. And then you look at what has opened just in the last couple of weeks or recently. I mean, there's some good stuff there. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's really because, as you mentioned, trophies there. And then on the other side, around the bend, if you will, you have um, Irregardless. Mm -hmm. And in some places there, the old Remedy Diner. But that bend was really just, right. you know, not not fully uh, realized, I guess. So to your point, one of the things that just opened as you're listening to this is Wolf and Porter, which is the sort of dual concept um, bar in that area that's really going to activate the area. Well, hang on. If you don't, you might not remember what it is. We had a hard time remembering the name. Um, it was Drink, Drank, Drunk. Yes. <laughs> and I don't know. <laughs> you made a I, good I joke. Know. Like, no wonder I didn't remember. I, that, what a name. <laughs> <laughs> not the kind of place your mom would be proud that you hung out yeah. back then. <laughs> but I remember sitting at the bar having it, but I remember there being a lot of cans, bottles, something on the wall. But either way, it was a neat little spot. It only had about five or six seats at the bar. You definitely felt like 
you were a neighbor. It was a neighborhood bar. Yeah, and this is still going to have that neighborhood vibe, but it's definitely new and improved. Um, and and if anything, they said an, a bit more of the neighborhood vibe. But like I said, two concepts. Um, it's just open as you're hearing this. It's grown um, from the 650 square feet to just under 3,000. Uh, so that's a pretty big improvement, I would say, uh, literally. Yeah. Um, and it's just not the the Wolf and Porter you used to know or the bar you used to know. It's had a major glow up. And uh, the new and improved digs, renovated interior, front patio, back deck. The, the front is dramatically different. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. And I like anything that has a basement. It has that sort of speak. I don't, you know, whether to speakeasy or not, it's going to have that feel to it, even though you're. Yeah, there's a basement. They do consider it a speakeasy, right. um, and they're dubbing it the cellar liquor bar. Um, it's sort of like a cozy cocktail haven. You know, classic cocktails, curated selection, wines, beers, spirits. The bar upstairs will be more beer-focused and right. have a more sophisticated environment. Elevated cocktail program will reign supreme downstairs. Mm. Um, and so, basically, you know, they, the owners joked, if you don't like the vibe upstairs, just go downstairs. You I know? like it. I know. I dig it. So, um, they're pretty much right there, though, smack dab in the middle of downtown and NC State. And hence that whole connectivity mm -hmm. that's happening right there now. And if you want to see what it looks like, we did a story on this. So, just go to our website. Our search bar is actually kind of like a little Google for our website. Yes. So you can just put in Wolf Not and Google Porter. Google for our website. It's a Google for the world. Well, exactly. <laughs> so if you want to see it, there's photos on our website. Or, of course, now it's open. You can just pop in. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be cool. They're going to have food trucks. But, again, I mean, which is great. But you've got irregardless. And, I mean, I'm telling you, the, the space next door, Gussie's, well, I make it clear. I fall in love with the place. When I really like something, I'm all in. So the first week Gussie's was open, I kind of got embarrassed that I was there three different times. But I took a groups of three different three different friend groups in there. <laughs> Spread the love. Um, I was like, I, they're like, wow, you're going to need a whole stool with your name on it. But I'm really in love with that space. I forgot. It, they've done such a great job with it. It's, you know, if you remember, the kitchen is in the middle. This is where Remedy Diner was. Mm -hmm. Kitchen's in the middle. And there were, you know, spaces potentially for two concepts or, you know, seating on both ends. And we had um, mm -hmm. Jufro. Yeah, and, and uh, Soul Taco. And Soul so Taco. Sort of like the dual concept. Out of Richmond that yep. was going to make a go of it. And didn't have a lot of luck mm -hmm. for whatever reason. But I'm telling you, Gussie's has mastered it. Not only is it beautiful and functional, the bar is great. They have an astounding bar staff. I mean, they got one of the bar one of my favorite bartenders in town who used to work at Oak Steakhouse. Um, so they've got a great bar staff. Their liquor selection's great. But at night, as it gets later, it it just glows. Everything about the furniture's got this mid-century modern. It looks like it should could be connected to Longleaf Hotel. I mean, it has that continuation of that feel and vibe. So it's retro, but because it's retro, it's very relevant. Yeah. And y'all, you know, we're just coming off of last week, you would have listened to our Best Bars um, podcast. And so I will have to say, you should stay tuned for Gussie's to break into Best Bars yeah. this year. Because the first night Gina went after they opened, um, she was like, okay, this is definitely one of my favorite bars now. And to make that impression right out of the gate is pretty huge. Out of the gate. And, and you know, it's it has food. So, and we talk about that a lot, which yeah. opens it up. But people order food at the bar you have their booth seating, there's casual seating, and there are not a lot of seats at the bar. So I encourage you to get there early. We happen to be in there on the night of the State Carolina game. Oh, boy. And there were, I mean, and they have two TVs, but they don't turn them on unless State's playing. 
And you will love. I, I love knew that. You would love Sesame, that. one of my favorite bars as well. And yeah. their branding is just amazing. They're so they're great. You know, they've they're embedded in the hospitality community. But um, for the food, you know, shareables over forks and knives mm-hmm. is is sort of the way that they framed it. Um, and then a new version of an old idea as kind of their mo. And and they have a to go section too, right? If you just want to pop in and do something to go yeah. or like a little more casual, I guess. Um, yeah, to go sandwiches, salads, snacks. So you can. So you can go for a bar, you can go for a bite, you can just go pick something well, up. I mean, they've really mastered it, like you said. I love French fries, <laughs> and there's just—I mean, it's it's a it's worse than somebody having an addiction to sugar. Mine, I love French fries, so I try to stay as far away from as I can. Order the fries, order the fries. They're That's a, a take high on the—they're the t- a take on the in and out fries. And so what's funny is, so they have the sauce on top, and I, so I ordered them with the sauce on the side. They thought I meant I wanted an extra sauce. Because they say they get so many people ordering extra sauce. I mean, you would love them. I am a sauce slut. You yeah. know what I just thought of? This is what we need to do. We already said you need a bar named Gina's, and I've just decided what we really <laughs> need is a bar, Gina's Fry Bar. And it just needs to have, like, oh, the best spirits, yes. and the only food is fries. I, it's, it's, we've it's got a podcast idea. that talks about this. I don't think I think out of, my bar will not have food of any Maybe kind. Maybe we could just have a fry truck outside. There you go. There, yeah. <laughs> just a, a fry daddy who shows up and fries some fries once in a while yeah. outside. And I love this. You know, this is sort of an aside for Gussie's, but I know it's something that you were really impressed by. They, um, they aren't just opening a bar that's connecting the community. They're also literally trying to level up the hospitality community with their Shift Foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, this is something where it's, you know, the hospitality industry is the second largest employer in the country, and there's just no overarching system to support them. So they've got this 501c3 uh, founded by North-South Hospitality, which right. is who's running this, and basically it's just kind of focused on the health and wellness of the employees in the hospitality community. Um, and they want to grow this, you know, you'll start hearing, we're I think going to do a follow-up story soon, Mm -hmm. Um, grow this sort of to focus on these people. Like if uh, one example that, that really I think hits home is when you work until two in the morning, like you can't go home and just go to bed No, and there's nothing for you to do at that point. Everything's closed and except maybe have a drink. Right. And not everybody, you know, that kind of can create some unhealthy habits or, I mean, I worked in the hospitality industry for a long time. It's true. You want to blow off some steam and the only thing left to do is drink. And so, they actually have these great ideas um, to start other things like middle of the night yoga, um, dog walking, things yeah. like that. So I think it's it's something that a lot of people are going to be really invested in, and it's a really incredible concept. I spent some time with Katie every time I've been in there. She's one of the owners, and um, and she's there's such a great rapport with the entire staff, mm-hmm. um, and they're really vested in the community and want to be a, a partner and want to help support. Yeah, I love the industry. That. A local icon since 1949 and where Raleigh comes to celebrate, savor, and enjoy. Village District is celebrating 75 years of tradition and taste. You can join the celebration for their 75th anniversary on Saturday, April 20th from 3 to 8 p.m. on Woodburn Road. Enjoy live music, pop-ups, a kid-friendly area, and the launch of their Village 75 beer, exclusively brewed by Standard Beer and Food. For more event details and other Village District happenings, you can follow Village District on Instagram at Shop Village District, visit their website at shopvillagedistrict.com, or sign up to receive texts by texting the word Village to 919-701-0202.
Time to add the mix into the mix of your go-to hotspots with signature craft cocktails and neat pours, 12 rotating craft beers, and eight rotating fine wines, plus cider and bubbles. The mix has the perfect pour for everyone. Take flight with beer, wine, whiskey, mezcal, and tequila. Or not in the spirit? Craft cannabis gummies and high seltzers also invite. Sprawl out on the patio, post up on the couch with your laptop on a weekday, catch the big game on multiple TVs, or cozy up in the wine library for an upscale paired tasting. Weekly events keep the good times coming from tastings to live music and more. For the full lineup of events and offerings, visit BottleMix.com. Yes, with two X's. So that's BottleMixX.com. It goes to their clientele, too, because um, this is what they see as sort of the third place, which I think it speaks to you. So your third place is your home and mm-hmm. office or one and two mm-hmm. in whatever order. And then this is sort of the home away from home. So well, and. I'm funny because a lot of my friends don't get, they're busy, and so they go to the same places over and over again. So when I find a place I really like, then I'm, like, determined to take them all there and introduce them to a new place, or like we did with Pink Boot. Mm -hmm. Not a place they would probably have found or tried on their own, and I feel like Gussie's, because of where it is, it's a great location, especially if you live in that area. But if you live in North Raleigh or you live in Midtown, you might not find it as quickly as others. Yeah. And so that's why I try— when I find a place I love, you're the same way. I mean, oh, for sure. And I mean, this area of town really is just such a hidden treasure because you don't go, have to go there the same way you would come to Fayetteville Street or Wilmington Street. Like you can get yeah. there a different way, they're, sort of off the beaten path. But if you think about it, now that they're building all this up, it's really just in the thick of it. Like you're a hop, skip, and a jump away from NC State Village okay. District. Yeah. And so, warehouse. pro tip here if you're coming from anywhere other than downtown, take Oberlin. Like you're going to PR, Players mm-hmm. Retreat. Yeah. Take the roundabout. Yep. Hop on Hillsborough Street, and you'll be at Gussie's in a split. I mean, you're there so quick. Yeah. Do not go all the way downtown and then try to venture, you know, up Hillsborough from downtown. It's Yeah. I mean, we're sitting in what most of you know is the old Wells Fargo building right now. And when you come, obviously, we love downtown. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking that on the way here— if if you were going there, like you said, just cut up Oberlin, get you don't have so to go quick. through five points. You don't have to go through downtown. Right. But yet then you're downtown. Right. So it's super cool. And then I, I'm sure a lot of you are thinking like, great, there's more places to eat and drink, but there's nowhere to really live. But that has also something that's got a solution sure. working too. So if you remember what was actually between Trophy and that bend, was where Good Nights was mm-hmm. with that very empty concrete parking lot where yeah. they could park all the cars. Well, Greg Sandreuter with HM Partners, we found out about them. I, we actually met Greg mm-hmm. when we, there was the started to leak out that Good Nights was moving. Mm-hmm. And Greg shared with us, you know, I love somebody like him. I dialed a number, didn't know if I was going to get an assistant or whatever. And Greg goes, Hey, it's Greg. And I was like, unbelievable. And then he was so friendly. We had a great conversation, yep. told us everything he could tell us about 865 Morgan, mm-hmm. which is going to be, you know, again, it's been, it, Melissa was laughing on DRA's website. It's listed as opening Q224. They haven't broken ground. Um, and like a lot of projects last year, if it wasn't already coming out of the ground right. with cost and interest rates and everything else, 
many things were paused, and 865 Morgan is coming. It's just paused, but it was going to be a seven-story mm-hmm. apartment building with retail and restaurants on the lower level. Um, mm-hmm. He's the force behind 400H. Yep. And I love the way that everything, almost everything he does incorporates the address. Yeah, I love that as well. I, I like the branding on that. So it's a it's a going to be a cool space. It's pretty massive. I want to say like, you know, the retail is like 9,000 square feet or something, supposedly 401 units, which is a really funny number. And, you know, to your point, like he picked up the phone. I remember that day. I had just started the magazine. It was like January 2021, and we were about to go to the printer. And news was starting to leak, like you said, about good nights going away. And, and this was our, you know, kind of big opening spread in that what then became the February issue. So this has been in the works for a while. What what a time that was, obviously coming out of COVID, supply chain issues, and so on and so forth from there. So stay tuned. You know, we'll update you as we can. But I think that's really going to give that area the walkability, the the live, work, play. Now you've got all the different angles because oh. it's a massive mixed-use complex that would be going there. Well, and, and it's going to connect— this, this should all be connected to the warehouse district. I mm-hmm. mean, the warehouse district is one of the most thriving districts um, in the city with so many new things coming and opening and thriving. And so connecting all this together is going to be good for the city, but also good for Hillsborough Street and NC State. And good for Trophy Brewing Company. Yes. <laughs> you got to say, David Meeker, Carpenter Development and Trophy Brewing, you know, they just— they love saving old buildings. They love doing things that um, really leans into the character of our city and keeping it. Yep. And very rarely do we post and share big news on our social media about something opening or something being built. And at least a third of the, the comments are yep. another, something new, something new. What are you tearing down? I don't want another building. Um, and when we posted this— yep. 100% was, oh, my God, I love that. I love they're saving those buildings. I love it. So if you are on Morgan Street and you are passing Trophy Brewing or stopping there to get pizza, if you look just beyond that, mm-hmm. there are three little houses. In the bend. In the bend, mm-hmm. which was kind of toyed and teased that that might be the name of this project, not knowing what it was going to be when they first One of bought them will. The One, bend bar, right. right. Yeah. But— uh, Carpenter Development bought them, and mm-hmm. um, and working with Trophy and Carpenters, David Meeker and team. Um, obviously, David is a partner in founding partner in Trophy Brewing, and so as they were trying to figure out what to use these spaces for, um, Lauren Crookton, our associate editor, mm-hmm. broke the story, and we were the first to show photos in this issue and to share sort of the details. David and team sat down with her. Yeah, originally we talked to David a while ago um, and shared like some drawings of what you said was the bend at that time. It was just Carpenter Development, which he owns. And as he's also the co-owner of Trophy, he said as soon as his partners in Trophy were willing to do the houses, he just, you know, Carpenter jumped at the opportunity. Chris Powers, one of the other owners of Trophy, said that they had learned a lot from Maywood that people really appreciate these wide green spaces. And and David's plan all along was to maintain the houses and do, to activate them instead of tearing them down and putting some, you know, big shiny tower or whatever else in their place. So um, this is really kind of the perfect partnership. Um, I will say about the Trophy team and Meeker specifically, they just— you know, it's a little bit right place, right time, but it's a lot of just having your finger on the pulse of what this community needs. 
pushing us forward into the next chapter, but also, and this is really important, maintaining that identity that everybody who's been in Raleigh for any significant amount of time just so desperately wants to cling to. Right. Well, and irregardless, you know, there was some, they'd been in that business for 50 years, I think, and, you know, the family was looking to possibly close it or sell it. David and team went in and bought irregardless. And he said, I love that spot. He goes, you know how as a kid growing up, you have that spot that you go to for mm-hmm. birthdays, celebrations, Mother's Day. He goes, irregardless was our place. And he goes, I didn't want to see somebody change it. I didn't want to see it go away. And, you know, I I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. There's some sentimentality to it. It's also he doesn't make bad business decisions, okay. but it's but it it's good for Raleigh. And yeah. so building around that into that curve, knowing what's coming yeah. with the apartments is smart. So there's three concepts. One of which is going to be a second location for State of Beer. Um, you know, there's been some discussion about State of Beer leaving Hillsborough Street. We confirmed with Chris Powers last night that there's no plans right now in the next year or two to close State of Beer on Hillsborough Street. But I guess you never know with with that being right across from where the Kempton is in 400H. Lots of new stuff coming. You never know. Yeah, I mean, it's semantics. Right now, they're calling this a second location. Does second location mean in addition to or in place of? But right now, there are no plans to close the OG location. Um, The second concept is what we sort of teased a minute ago. It is called the Ben Bar. It's the one on the corner. So, And it has a horseshoe-shaped bar, which we love. And I think just in general, you know, these spaces, um, the amount of green space, if you go look at the photos, um, grab an issue or on our website, it's just, it's a very exciting activation of this part of Morgan Street. So concept three, or the the third little house is to be determined. And as I've been thinking about it, since Lauren told me, I really think that's where Gina's bar should go. Oh my gosh, that solves it. That's it. That's what we've got to do. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Except that I don't know how you put two bars side by side and, and I'm going to beat trophy out. I doubt it. But, you know, Chris did give, Chris Powers did give Lauren a great quote, which I think speaks to their company philosophy. We're looking at better ways to be connected to downtown. And if you can leave your car and get there via public transit, your bike, or just walking, that's always a plus. So a new destination emerges. Yeah. And so I think it just kind of comes full circle. Um, The bend comes full circle. Yeah. And this was sort of Meeker's, something Meeker said to us years ago about just trying to create um, an area that is a bustling, walkable district. So cheers. Cheers. This has been Office Talk with Raleigh Magazine. I hope after hanging out with us, you feel more like a Raleigh insider. You can find copies of our magazine around town or subscribe for $10 for 10 issues. We'd love it if you gave this podcast a rating and review and share it with your friends. This podcast was edited and produced by EarFluence. I'm Gina Stevens. We'll see you again soon. Want more of Raleigh Magazine in between issues? Visit RaleighMag.com and subscribe to our newsletters. They come out Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. Five-minute read keeps you up to date. And especially on Friday, dish on this, where to eat, where to drink, what to do this weekend. Subscribe for free at RaleighMag.com.